Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. Hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in a thrilling adventure, pressure from without. The Green Hornet strikes again. begin our Green Hornet adventure, I'd like to ask you a question. Have you written to a boy overseas this week? Nothing is more important than mail to these men, and that's one item that's not GI. The one sure way of getting that mail delivered as fast and as safe as possible is to use the V-mail service. Of the 200 million letters sent this way since the service was started, not one has been lost. Every letter has been delivered with its more than welcome message from home. V-mail forms are obtainable at all post offices and at most department and stationery stores. Write him today and send it V-mail. And now, the Green Hornet. publisher of the Daily Sentinel and Man About Town, was entertaining a friend in one of the city's exclusive nightclubs. Quite a crowd here tonight, Britt. Cafe society seems to be out in full force. Yes, one sees quite a mixture of personalities in these places. They're not all here just for the purpose of relaxation. What do you mean by that? A good many people come to these places to further their business interests. Pressure group, lobbyists. (laughs) I guess I don't keep up with the news like you do, Britt. Who's the distinguished-looking fellow at the next table? One sitting alone. Well, if I'm not mistaken, that's State Senator Robert Bruce. Well, I'm sure that's who it is. <laughs> Looks as though he has a lot on his mind. He probably has. He's majority leader for his political party in the Senate. There's some chap going over to speak to him. Good evening, Senator Bruce. Uh, oh, good evening. I saw you sitting here alone. I thought I'd drop over. My name's Lund, Jack Lund. I'm a close friend of the committeeman from your district, Joe Carty. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, glad to know you, Mr. Lamb. Well, look, uh, we have a little party over there. We'd like you to join us. We're sitting here alone. Well, you see, Mr. Lamb, oh, I'm no, no excuses. Joe Carter told me to be sure and look you up. He said he knew you'd be glad to have a chat with me. 
And there's no time like the present. Well, just as you say, Mr. Lund, since you're a friend of Carter's, I'll join your table for a short time. Oh, good. I'm sure you'll be glad you did, Senator. Come along. Well, that guy wouldn't take no for an answer. <laughs> well, I'd say he had all the earmarks of one of those lobbyists we were speaking about. Maybe if the senator doesn't watch out, he'll be in for some of that pressure stuff from Lund and his friend. A few days later, in a room at a downtown hotel, Jack Lund was talking to one of his friends. We're not making as much headway with the old boys, I hoped. Though I do think he's a little worried because we told him we could swing a lot of votes away from him through Joe Carter. He's got to put more pressure on Bruce. That bill comes up next week, and he can swing it our way if he tries. Right now, he's dead set for it, as you know, so the bill is sure to be put through. Yes, I know. Bruce is one of those old hardheads. He's been colored by lobbyists before, but stuck to his guns. We're being paid to see that he changes his mind this time. Question is, how are we going to get him to change? Yeah. He's not the type to take a bribe. Oh, I can see that. But if we could make it look like he did take a bribe to put this bill through... What's the matter with you? We don't want that bill to go through. Of course we don't. But if we had some way for the public to think the senator was for that bill, only because he'd been bribed to see it through, then he'd lose his hold over the others in the Senate. And they'd vote against it. Hey, Moore, maybe you've got something there at that. Sure I have. But how are we going to work it? Well, you leave that to me, Moore. I'll figure out a way. When we get through with State Senator Bruce, his influence on the others won't be worth a nickel. Fellow Senators, I've tried to point out to you the necessity for passing this bill, which is up for discussion. The bill for the renegotiation of state contracts. Great pressure has been brought to bear against this bill because many groups stand to lose the exorbitant profits they are making on such contracts. Furthermore... Mr. Chairman! Mr. Chairman! The gentleman from the 4th District is out of order. Senator Bruce has the floor. I should like to ask Senator Bruce to relinquish one minute of his time. Does Senator Bruce wish to relinquish to the gentleman from the 4th District? I relinquish one minute as the senator requests. The gentleman from the 4th District has the floor for the period of one minute. I wish to bring out the fact to the gentlemen of the Senate that there are also a great many who profit by the passage of this bill. Many have found that their initial estimates on work for the state will not allow much of a profit, if any at all. Therefore, they are anxious to have the opportunity to renegotiate. And furthermore... It has been brought to my attention that the worthy senator from the 5th District, Senator Bruce, has been recently associating with recognized lobbyists who are trying to... The gentleman from the 4th District is out of order. I shall have to ask him to be seated. Continue, Senator Bruce. The gentleman's accusation is a weak one, if perhaps true. During these trying times, we are all at the mercy of so-called pressure groups at one time or another. Recently, such a group did approach me, but their interest is in seeing that this bill does not pass. You all know my stand. For the greatest good of the greatest number, I feel that this bill must go through. 
So shall I cast my vote and with a clear conscience. things go in the state senate oh same old stuff oh that senator bruce had the floor this afternoon i know that's why i wanted you to go up what did he have to say oh he's kind of a long-winded guy but he ended up by saying he was voting for that bill yeah he's been behind it right along i was curious to see if he'd changed his mind no no came out for it stronger than ever oh some other senator accused him of running around with lobbyists what did he say to that he admitted it but said the guys he ran with were trying to get him to vote against the bill but he's not going to do it. Good for him. He's a conscientious statesman. Yeah. And his bunch is behind him, too. You ought to heard him cheer after his speech. Evidently, then, we'll be safe in assuming that the bill will pass the Senate. Oh, that's what I'd say. When does the vote come up on that bill, you know? Yeah, yeah, they vote on it tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, it already went through the House, so if it passes the Senate, it needs only the governor's signature to become a law. And he's all for it. There's uh, one more thing you might do, Lowry. Uh, what's that, Chief? Hop over to Senator Bruce's office and get his views on what the bill will mean to the people. Also, get a copy of the bill. Then we'll be ready to run the news with a good editorial as soon as the bill's voted upon. Okay, Chief. I'll get over there right away. If I'm not here when you get back, give the dope to Gunnigan. Well, I'd have expected to be some trouble brewing before that bill went to vote, but evidently I was very much mistaken. And yet a lot can happen in 24 hours, so I'll keep my fingers crossed until it's passed. Mr. Cook will see you in a few minutes, Mr. Lowry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> keep you working kind of late, don't they? The Senator's very busy these days. I don't mind it now and then. Well, ma'am, let's hope uh, things work out the way you want them to. Oh, I think they will. I'll see you tonight at the hotel. Meantime, more and I'll do a little broadcast. You know what I mean? Yes, I know. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. Come on, Moore. Goodbye, Mr. Cook. Goodbye. This is the reporter from the Daily Sentinel, Mr. Cook. Glad to know you. Oh, yes, the reporter. Come right in. I'm sure I can tell you anything you want to know. A short time later, Lowry was back in Britt Reed's office talking about his interview with Senator Bruce's secretary. And that's about all he could tell me. I'll have to try to get to see the senator in the morning. Yes, these interviews by proxy aren't very helpful. Too bad you missed the senator. Uh, well, a couple of other guys came out while I was there. Sounded to me like they were radio newscasters. What gave you that idea? Were they men you knew? No, no. Some guy named Lund and another named Moore. They said, well, at least Lund did... He said something about going out and doing a little broadcasting. And Cook, you know, that's the senator's secretary, well, he's to meet them at some hotel tonight. That name Lund is familiar, but I don't know of any radio commentator by that name. Lund. Lund. Say, Lowry, what did that Lund look like? Oh, heavy set, pompous, dark-haired sort of person. See. Why? Well, do you know him, Chief? No, but I guess he must be a friend of the senators. I saw them together one night last week. Oh. Say, Reed, look at here. Looks like the clarity the scoop is on this one. Well, let's see it, Exford. Hmm. The chairman of the state Senate investigating committee has called an emergency meeting early this evening to investigate reports that Senator Robert Bruce, majority leader, has accepted a large sum of money to ensure his favorable vote for the renegotiation bill. Holy smoke! Right. 
Senator will be asked to allow examination of his personal bank account by the committee tomorrow morning. The amount said to have been paid by a certain group to Senator Bruce is in the neighborhood of $15,000. I can't believe it. Well, yet it's possible, Chief. Bruce sure stands pad in the face of terrific opposition. Senator Bruce has a very honorable record, Lowry. This stuff may all be part of a smear campaign. If the committee finds that money deposited to his account when they investigate tomorrow morning, he won't have a chance. That's true, Axford. His influence would be lost, and all his followers would probably vote against the bill. Yes. That's exactly what would happen. They'd vote against that bill. Later that evening... Britt Reed was in his apartment talking to Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet. You, you think State Senator Bruce sell out to pressure group, Mr. Britt? Knowing his reputation, Cato, it doesn't seem possible. Where do you think Clarion newspaper gets such a report? Well, evidently they had a reporter at the State Building when the committee was appointed to act. In that way, they got a scoop. The Sentinel probably has the news by now with a teletype. Then you feel certain that committee is going to act, Mr. Bridge? Yes, of course. The Clarion wouldn't dare print such a report if they didn't have a good source for their information. Perhaps investigation tomorrow morning proved no such sum of money was deposited in Senator's account. Even so, the damage would have been done. Suspicion in the minds of his followers in the Senate will cause them to vote against the bill. Then the Senator has to have direct proof beforehand that someone deliberately blackened his name. Yes. My way of thinking, if someone did plan this, that person does not want that bill to pass. But papers say Senator paid to vote for the bill. That would be the clever way to do it, Cato. Not everyone thinks Senator Bruce was paid to vote for the bill, then his political followers would vote against it. Oh, yes, now, now it's clear. You think perhaps someone really played dirty trick on Senator? I do suspect something like that, Cato. And from certain facts that have come before me, I suspect a particular lobbyist of pulling the deal. If Bruce is really innocent... Then uh, perhaps something could be done to help? Perhaps, but I'd have to know first just where Bruce really stands in this business. Maybe if Green Hornet made surprise visit to Senator... I've been thinking of that, Cato. It might not be a bad idea. In fact, I think it's a good idea. Perhaps a little action at this point will prove to the public just what the lawmakers are up against from so-called pressure groups. Come on, Cato. We'll take the Black Beauty. The Green Hornet's going to pay that surprise visit to Senator Bruce right now. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in each bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment house itself. This passage led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a minute. But first, we have a message for young women who are interested in medical work. There's a job for you in the hospital corps of the waves. Thousands of young women are now urgently needed in this vital branch of the service. They're needed to release a fighting man for active duty, and they're needed to help restore a wounded man to good health. Apply today for enlistment in the waves and serve in the hospital corps of the United States Navy. And now, back to our story. <laughs> Thank you. 
short time later, Senator Bruce was in his study at his home when his daughter, Barbara, entered. Oh. Oh, it's you, Barbara. Yes, Dad. I'm worried about you sitting at your desk here in the study alone. Oh, I'm all right, dear. There's nothing to worry about. Jason finally got rid of those reporters. He told them you had retired, that you had no comment to make. No comment, eh? Yeah. yeah, there's nothing I can say to help matters. Nothing. It's all so terrible for you, Dad. I'm terribly sorry. And you know I believe in you. Thanks, dear. It's a big help to have your confidence. Would that others had such blind faith in me. If they knew you like I do, Dad, they'd know you couldn't do such a thing as sell your vote. Political friends can't afford to be loyal if there's any hint of unethical practices, Barbara. Dad, maybe I'd better stay down here with you. But, well, I'm afraid you might do something. That is... Barbara. No matter what they say, they can't say that I'm a coward. I may go down, but I'll go down fighting. I'm proud of you, Dad. Very proud. I want you to be there. And I want you to remember that in your father's life, there's never been any room for dishonesty or cowardice. Run along to your room now. I'll be all right. All right, Dad. Good night. Good evening, Senator. What the... A masked man? How did you get in here? That French window was unlatched. I was behind the drape, so I couldn't help but overhear your conversation. Are you... You're the Green Hornet. What's the meaning of Sit this? Sit still, Senator, and don't attempt to open that desk drawer. You won't need a gun if that's what you're after. Anyway, I have one already in my hand, as you see. Why did you come here? From what I overheard, I'm inclined to think you have your daughter pretty well fooled, Senator. How dare you... I'll have you hunted down for this. <laughs> Funny, I've heard that before. But he got down to business. Maybe for a price, I might hunt down the guy who paid you that dough to... Stop it. I won't listen to any more of this. I neither give bribes nor take them, regardless of the consequences. No matter how you vote tomorrow, your cause is lost. I shall not vote at all. You must have been sent here by the perpetrators of this outrageous report. You and those with whom you work... We'll get what's coming to you someday. Wait. You had your hand under that desk. What were you doing? You rang, sir? Why, what? Quick, Jason, get him. So that's it, huh? Yes, sir. I'll get him, sir. I'll <laughs> Hold him, Jason. I've got a gun here in the desk. This won't do at all. Stop. Stop or I'll shoot. <laughs> Missed him. Jason. Jason, are you all right? Yes. Yes, sir. He, he was too much for me, sir. No wonder. Call the police, Jason. That man was none other than the Green Hornet. Do you think Senator not guilty of charges made against him, Mr. Britt? I'm sure of it now, Cato. He's a fine man and a brave one. We've got to help him, Cato, tonight. Perhaps he called police after you left. I'm certain of that. They'll be on the lookout for us all over the city. I'll have to risk that, though. What do you plan to do now? There's a man named Lund who's in this picture someplace. And he's overly friendly with Bruce's secretary. 
Lowry ran into them together early this evening in the secretary's office. You suspect the secretary not trustworthy, Mr. Britt? Well, that could be the answer to the whole thing. The secretary probably makes all the bank deposits for Senator Bruce, and he could plant that check. You mean the bribe check? Yes. Then the investigation in the morning would show us that your check had been deposited to the senator's account. Lowry said those men are meeting tonight in Lund's hotel room. We've got to find them, Cato. You mean we check all hotels by telephone? No, I don't think that would do any good. The fellow's too slick to work a thing like this under his own name, though he'd uh, register under his real name. Cato? I have a plan that may trick that secretary into coming out of the meeting place for a short time. Drive to the state capitol building. building well guarded at night, Mr. Britt. Yeah, don't I know it. Lowry said the office is on the ground floor on the north side. Suite 104. I'll wait until the guard walks down to the other end, and then I'll go in the front way. Other guards on inside, no doubt. Well, I'll get into the office somehow, and then I'll come out the window. I move Black Beauty around the north side of the building? Yes, drive without lights and keep in the shadows. Be ready for a quick takeoff. We'll need it. <sighs> And get going, Cato, and be there when I come out. i be there, Mr. Britt. Oh, this must be the secretary's office. Now for a quick search through his desk. Ah, a bank book with deposits ready to be made. Yeah, let's see now. Well, here's some deposit slips, too. Well, this must be it. 15,000 deposited by Lund a week ago. Well, now I'll put everything back. Who's in here? Guard, this is where I make an exit, and quick. Oh! He's getting away through the window. Come on, we'll spread the alarm. Come back here, Mr. Britt. It's very dangerous so close to state capital entrance. We and the Black Beauty are well hidden here in the shadows, Cato. As you know, they spread the alarm about someone entering that office. If I don't miss my guess, that secretary had a hot-footed up here if he's heard the news. Senator Bruce come too, perhaps. Maybe. But the secretary will want to get there first so the senator won't see that deposit slip. Look, there's a taxi pulling up now. Yeah. Not tell who's getting out. Uh, he's too tall for the senator. The guard seems to know him. He's going inside. The cab's waiting. Very risky here with police and guards all around. Uh, I'm reasonably sure that's our man. Let's ease out of here and we'll watch for that cab down near the exit gate. Okay, Cato, get moving. Thanks for the coffee, Sarge. Uh, what are you planning to do now? Go back to headquarters? No, we'll cruise around a bit. What with Green Hornet trouble and masked men popping up here and there, headquarters is like a madhouse. Look at that, now. Them taxis sure do press the speed limit. If we wasn't facing the other way, I'd have a good minding. Look! Sarge, that's the Green Hornet's car following that path. Right, Sarge. It's him, all right. Well, what are we waiting for? Get in that squad car, Cassidy. Turn around and get after him. Come on! 
Well, Cook, what is it all about? Somebody get to my office, all right. They laid out one of the guys. What are they after, I wonder? Yes, anything missing? Anything's yes, missing my desk, but nothing is missing. I got back that deposit slip just in case the senator began checking up. I was afraid he'd get here before I did, but I beat him to it. Good. Well, we have a little unfinished business to settle. Well, I'll do my part if you're ready to do yours. Sure. I guess you mean the dough for you. Okay, it's right there on the table waiting for you. $5,000. Cash. Fine, fine. Oh, wait a minute. Don't take it yet. I have a little paper for you to sign. Paper? What is it? Oh, sort of a receipt saying what you received and why. No, 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 no. That amounts to signing a confession. Don't be a nut. Just protection for us, that's all. In case you don't follow through. You'll be called to testify against the senator, you know. I said I would, didn't I? Well, we need more than your word, Cook. And don't forget, that $5,000 in cash there is all yours. Oh, okay, I'll sign it. You wouldn't dare use it against me anyway. That's a smart way to look at it. Here's a fountain pen. There. Now the dough's mine. Don't make a move, rats. Masked man. Came in through the service center. That's the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet. Oh, he's getting in on political rackets now. Perhaps I am. If there's anything in it. Your methods are too crude to play along with us, Hornet. I'm not too crude to know real dough when I see it. No, you can't take that. Hold on a minute. You can take the money. Just leave that note and that deposit slip there. Well, maybe they're worth more than the amount of dough you have here. If you want to buy them back, I'll sell them. Hey, you dirty cook. I'll say it, you double-crossing... Come on! You won't be reasonable. There's nothing else to do but... No, you mutthead. No. No, I haven't done anything. Look, Shut up I'm... and take this. Help! Police, I'll just leave these things on the table and scram. Cato will have 5000 for the Red Cross out of this deal. Here now. The joints are messed. Yeah, the guys are all flattened out cold. Who are they? Hey, here's something on the table. Keep your hands off it, expert. What is it? Ah, a deposit slip made out to Senator Robert Bruce for $15,000. So that guy was crooked after all. Wait till Reed hears about this. Hold on, listen to this. This is to certify that I, Russell Cook, secretary to Senator Bruce, deposited a check signed by Mr. Lund for $15,000 to the senator's account without his knowledge, in return for which I have received the sum of $5,000, signed Russell Cook. Glory be. Say, I heard Lowry talking about them two, the secretary and a guy named Lund hobnobbing together. That mug there answers the description Lowry gave of Lund, too. Then Senator Bruce is innocent after all. <laughs> Expert, wait. Wait till he read hears about that. Yeah, and wait till he hears that the Green Hornet was in on all this and you let him get away. Your ears will burn on that one. In spite of what you're hinting, Axford, I'll let you be the one to phone the secretary the good news right now. And don't forget, this is the scoop for the Sentinel. That Spalpeen, the Green Hornet, meddling in politics with rats like these, and him the biggest rat of them all. <laughs>
Suppose one of our men on a raid over Berlin dropped one bomb and then said, that's it, there's my part for the war, I'm through. You'd think that flyer had let you and the rest of America down. But have you considered what those fellows who are winning this war the hard way might think? If we said, war bonds, sure, I bought one last time. Think I'll skip this one. Those boys of ours are in this war to win it and win it fast. They aren't skipping anything. Don't you skip the fourth war loan drive. Be sure to listen to the Green Hornet at this same time next week. These copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Bob Height speaking. This is the Blue Network. <laughs>